last left our gang on the deck. They had just chased down what they believed to be Chad Peterson, a passenger on the SS President Coolidge cruise liner headed to Shanghai from San Francisco. Only catch, Chad Peterson was believed to have killed himself the day before. <gasps> After cornering Chad on the deck, our heroes were caught in gunfire, and Chad seemingly disappeared by jumping off the deck to the deck below, which is a jump that should kill a man. After dealing with the mysterious gunmen, they too seem to have vanished. Our heroes were scolded by the ship captain and some deckhands. Max managed to convince them that they were just drunk and skeet shooting on the deck. And as punishment, they said to sleep in the brig. Come 10am, they were escorted back to their room, and this is where our story continues. Monday, February 7th. Uh, today's schedule includes Chad Peterson's memorial service, but there's an asterisk after it. Casino night, and it's seven days until arriving in Shanghai. I don't care what they say. Time and and a hard uh, hard time changes a man. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what fresh air smelled like, what the breeze tasted like. The sweet taste of freedom. I become institutionalized. <laughs> Feel the sun on the back of my neck like a free man. Lay just kind back. of sighs as he watches you all because he's been in jail several times and he just doesn't want to say anything right now. Uh, after a moment, you guys hear a knock on your door. I will open it. Uh, it's yes. one of the stewards. It's the steward from the other day that handed you your brochure. Um, he comes in and he, he says, uh, Good evening. Uh, good, good, uh, uh, Afternoon, uh, everybody. I hope you had a good night. Stay on the, uh, oh, on the brig. Um, well, uh, I just needed to update you on some information for the timeline for our tri for our journey. Um, we just wanted to let all the passengers know that normally you would be able to, to deboard at Honolulu to stretch your sea legs. However, due to all the things that have been happening on the ship, uh, the Interpol will have to investigate uh, the happenings on the ship. So we aren't allowing any of the passengers to... Uh, disembark once we reach Honolulu in a few days. Um, as as compensense, we are offering drink tokens for anybody who would enjoy them. Um, the other bit of news we would like to know, let the passengers know is that uh, Chad Peterson's memorial service has been moved to uh, tomorrow instead of tonight because we also wanted to accommodate for uh, Dr. Song's servants' uh, funeral services. Um, is there anything you would like to ask me bef before going about your day? But tonight is that casino night. Do we need cold hard cash? Is there a credit on board? Uh, drinks included. Drinks are included. You will need to bring cash if you if uh, with you, um, and uh, that will be happening in the dining hall. It's been converted to a casino for tonight. Well, of course I brought cash with me, and I put my hand on Reginald's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I will leave you to it. I hope you have a pleasant stay on board the SS President Coolidge. And the, the steward shuts the door behind them and walks on the hall. Well, that was quite the ordeal. Have you seen anything like that before? Oh, we fought fishmen back on the uh, in California once. Lay just kind of looks at you with, like, a cold sweat and elbows you in the side. Well, they were like fish that could, that were large. I took one of his quills, 
<laughs> I'll Pop never see you again. <laughs> I'm just, just regaling him with the terrors of my hunts. I'm going to have a tapestry made. I, it's already commissioned. <laughs> Narrow my eyes to, to lay a little bit. Is there something you're not telling me? Yes. <laughs> and then he smiles. <laughs> Secrets don't make friends. Yeah, but secrets do keep you safe. And then he pats you on the shoulder, and then he goes, uh, I'm going to head out and check out this casino night. Um, I'll see you guys there. Well, I'm ready to uh, gamble a little bit, boys, if you are. are feeling lucky. All right, well, yeah, let's go gamble. Are you a gambling man, Mr. Cartwright? I prefer to, to go with a sure thing. I'm not much of a gambler. For to gamble with lives. <laughs> oh my god. Dice. <laughs> he says, cleaning his phlebotomized hair. <laughs> Getting the bits of gore off of it. <laughs> um, before, before we go, um, is that hyperbole? You're talking about fishmen. Your friend who just left there seemed to be, uh, I don't know, seems to be quite shaken up. I'm trying to rationalize what I experienced last night, and I can't find a, an answer that lies in science. Well, my boy, and he puts a hand on your shoulder, there are things that you, there are, there are hunts, and there are hunts. I think you're just hunting a tiger, perhaps a panther, to milk and then mount on your wall. <laughs> you find the truth of it all. You find fish seven feet tall, bloated, Chock full of toxins. Bullets won't do a thing. What do you do? You grab your knife and you start carving off scales. That's why they call me the fisherman of San Francisco. <laughs> that San had a couple more lies in it than it usually does. That San Franciscan hunter. <laughs> it's the local pronunciation. <laughs> a bit of my bro going through. Yes, I, I, I understand. I just... The man, he disappeared. He leapt off that, that balcony and was gone. Well, I am not sure exactly what happened to him. He, he apparently had killed himself earlier that day. Maybe we just didn't take <laughs> And yet they still have not yet found a body. Well, it was supposed to be in the ocean. I tried to go down there. They wouldn't let me. Well, uh, well, you know, here I once had a wise hunter say to me, once you chased off the hunt, sometimes you just gotta wait for the hunt to come. It's now true. let's go upstairs and let's do some hustling. I mean, uh, some gambling. This, and, uh, I'll put a hand on, on Max. He counts cards like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I've never well, seen him lose a round of blackjack once. Well, I would love to observe this. Maybe uh, have a Zazrak get my mind off of things. Let's let, let's go do that. Alrighty. And do casino night. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So you arrive in the dining hall. <laughs> in the hall. middle of the day. In the middle. Of the day. <laughs> it's like yeah, mid morning. <laughs> what are you? It's a cruise. You can have ice cream in the morning. <laughs> you can gamble in the it's afternoon. All, <laughs> it's all inclusive. I mean. <laughs> 
the dining hall has been converted uh, to a casino for this special night. The floor is now covered in gambling tables, uh, table games, and portable slot machines. Uh, the lights and sounds and smoke fill the hall, giving it a very different atmosphere from the last time you were in here. And the same waiter from the first night dinner greets you. Good evening, sirs. Is there any sort of entertainment you were looking for in particular tonight that I may guide you to? Or perhaps a drink? This guy's voice. <laughs> so good. So good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, uh, I'm looking for a blackjack table myself. Ah, blackjack, a gentleman's game. I can I can show you there immediately. What about you other two gentlemen? I'll have a scotch and I'll observe my friend and uh, give him some money to gamble with. He always always doubles it and uh, gives it back. All right, blackjack for you as well. And for you, good doctor. Uh, I'll take a Zazarak and I'm just here to watch. Aren't we all, sir? <laughs> uh, and he leads you over to the blackjack table. And there's a, there's a few blackjack tables, but the one he leads you to that's open has a familiar face on it. It's uh, Sam, the guy from the first night dinner who wears the blue suit. Um, he's sitting there, and he looks like he's kind of uh, not doing super great. <laughs> but he, he really wants to stick in on it. Uh, and he sees you as you as you all approach with the steward, and he waves to you, and he's like, Oh, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, come here to lose some money at this table? It's quite the opposite, I believe. That's not the goal at all. Oh, yeah. That's not the goal. We're here to fatten up the pocketbook, sir. Fatten up the. All right, we'll take a seat then. I'm just gonna kind of uh, stand behind with my my drink, like one arm propped on the other, and I'm just gonna watch this gentleman's. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, Ty, do you still have your playing cards? Because I don't. If we, if you want to actually yeah. play around a blackjack really quick. Sure. I got him. <laughs> uh, the dealer is uh, setting up for the next game. Sam, uh, Sam kind of turns to you and he goes, This has been a hell of a trip, wouldn't you say so yourself? Oh yeah, Sam, you know, I tell you, the, the, some crazy things have been happening, we hear. Guys have been melting, people jumping off ships. We got a little wild night ourselves out there shooting some clay. Shooting clay, eh? Off the back deck? That sounds like a fun time. I know, oh, uh, it does, but... Charlotte, uh, Charlotte's been hanging out with Virginia, and she tends to do that now, and, uh, get drunk, shoot off the- shoot clay off the back. It's, uh, it's a good pastime. There's not very many things to do on this boat, so why not? No, not at all. And you know, I like that blue suit, uh, I'm actually in the margin of myself, uh, maybe for one that's purple. You happen to see a guy in a purple suit around here? I... Saw one earlier, I've been trying to ask who his tailor is. Ah, purple suit. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, he kind of, uh, leans into the table to look at the, uh, um, to look at the dealer, and then he just kind of looks back at you, and he, he pulls out a cigar, and he's like, I, I think you're talking about that guy. He's, he's up to no good, I believe. Um, starting making trouble in our neighborhood? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um... Through my line of work, you get to know some interesting people, and, uh, that guy I think I know has a reputation especially for, uh, like, the, the way he dresses. I know exactly who he's part of. He's some mob character, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, he's something like that, but, you know, uh, we're a little bit on the hunt for him. Oh, yeah, you want to find him? Me and my buddy Reginald here and the, the fine doctor, of course, we'd like to talk to him. 
find out who his tailor is. It's Taylor? I think his tailor... Uh, he kind of looks around and then chuckles a little bit. His tailor goes by the last name of Capone, if you read me. <laughs> oh, I read you loud and clear here, boss. Uh, but we still got to talk to the man ourselves. Any yeah. idea where we can find him? Unfortunately, no. I haven't seen him since the first day, but... Yeah, he's uh, he's quite the character. I'll let you know if I ever see him uh, walking around or anything. I'll make sure to keep an eye out for him. It's kind of easy with that big purple suit of his, you know? Oh, yeah. Hey, it was the first day you saw him. Whereabouts did you see him? I want to say he was uh, he was talking to somebody on the third deck. I want to say it was one of the crewmates, uh, but I uh, haven't seen him since. I saw that suit, saw that gold wristwatch of his. It's probably embroidered with his name. That's what they all got. Uh, all those, all those Capone tailored, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, I bet he's probably going around scheming. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Probably going around scheming. <laughs> Embroidering a watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Embroidering <laughs> What's it? What, it's etched, engraved. Engraved. That's the one. You got the first letter. Listen, right. mate, I've had a lot to drink and I've lost a lot of money. <laughs> hey, I won't, no, be, no, I won't be scolded by you. <laughs> no, no, no. Could, hey, it could be a cloth band for all we know. <laughs> could be uh, absolutely. Band. Yeah. Al Capone's friendship bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Way dealer, you ready over here? Uh, yes. We're ready to play some cards. I'm ready. I got it. All right, so uh, I'll roll an accounting check first. Yeah, see if he gets to do yep. two cards for our. I got 30, I 36, so I got that. Okay. Uh, let's. Am I the dealer? Am I a character now? Yeah, you, you'll be the character for really quick, only because I have no cards. <laughs> sure. Uh, so you're gonna get two. That's how it's gonna work. Yeah, that's how his like, his counting cards thing works. Sure. He gets two cards. He gets to pick the lower of the two, or whatever works better for him. Um, you would have twenty currently. So the dealer has, and, and it's just you playing for now. Uh it's me. And yeah, it's him. just me right now. Okay. Are you playing? Uh, is your character playing two, Dave? Yeah, Sam. Okay. He's playing against uh, me essentially. Twelve. Gonna hit or stay? Hit. Mmm, that is a 13 or a 23, I would... The, I'll go with the 1. Very well. Ah. Uh, ooh, unfortunately, fact is that you are now at And cool 18. You hit or stay? Hit! Ooh, my gosh. <laughs> well, Matt, you have... You have done... You done goofed. That is a 25. Damn it! <laughs> and you had a 20. You guys had a 20. Yeah, it's yeah, so that's funny. Um, as, uh, so, uh, uh, I guess that means he won? Curse won, yeah. yeah. I won. So you won! Have <laughs> you ever played Blackjack? <laughs> I'm, I don't know what's up with me. I took a nap before this. My head isn't all here yet. <laughs> but, um, uh, so as those two are playing uh, Blackjack, uh, Chase, I want you to roll a spot hidden. I was actually gonna to inquire about rolling a spot hidden. Um, that is a 32. Uh, my number is a 45, so that succeeds. All right. So you're looking around, and then uh, somebody familiar catches the corner of your eye as well at one of the portable slot machines. And by portable slot machines, I mean it has, like, wheels that they can roll it in on. <laughs> Not, like, 
<laughs> um, uh, so at one of the portable slot machines, you see two people that you recognize. One of them is Virginia Ridley, and she's playing the slot machine. And then the other one is the woman in the black dress that was in the little black hat that was sitting at the first night dinner with you. Um, and they're over there. I'm going to wander over there uh, while these guys are playing cards. I quickly lose interest in the card game. <laughs> so you walk over to them. Uh, Virginia's being rather loud. Uh, she's she's very sauced, and she's she's yelling at the slot machine as she's pulling it, things that don't work for a slot machine. She's like, hit me! Hit me! <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and... Uh, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte just kind of, like, looks a little bit worried, is kind of fanning her, but making sure she's also having a good time, but she sees you walk over, um, and she, she, uh, kind of stops paying attention to, uh, uh, Virginia for a moment and kind of turns to you. You'll, you'll notice that everybody that's kind of around Virginia is looking at her, like, with a suspicious look, um, not necessarily one of her being, you know, obnoxious, more so one of them being judgmental because her fiance is missing and he was a millionaire. So they're all like kind of putting two and two together and thinking the worst of her. Uh, and Charlotte walks up to you and he goes, Hey, you were one of the, one of the, the men at the first night dinner. And, uh, also one of the first people on the scene at Virginia's, uh, the other day. How, how are you, how are you doing? <clears throat> oh yes, the name was William. Uh, and what was your name again? I don't. Yeah, I believe we weren't properly introduced at the time. My name is Charlotte, and she holds out a, a dainty hand for you. And I said, "Charmed, I'm sure." As I take her hand, <laughs> I'm sure I'm charmed. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, she kind of uh, looks back to Virginia to kind of like motion to her, and just and he she just kind of goes, "Yeah, you can." Tell she's not taking this news too super well. I think she's kind of given up looking for her fiance. Well, if everyone deals with grief in their own way. Um, can I roll a psychology test as like I'm chatting with with this woman on Virginia to see like <laughs> the source of her, you know, is it grief? Is it, you know, elation? Oh, sure, yeah. Nice. Uh, that is a 24, and my psychology is 60. So you can tell it is definitely grief. Uh, like, she's definitely at that stage where she's just lashing out um, because uh, she she hates basically everything that's going on right now. She hates the fact that her fiancé is missing presumed dead, and she hates the fact that everyone assumes that she did it. Um, so, uh, she's just kind of, like, just getting as drunk and used as humanly possible and just trying to drown out all the noise. And, uh, uh, Charlotte actually notices you kind of take a look at her for a minute. Uh, she looks back to Virginia and she looks back at you, and she just goes, uh, she didn't, she didn't do it. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, I, I, I believe that. I see that she has entered the the second stage of grief. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame anyone for for making that assumption, but I've been, I've been with Virginia ever since it happened, and just call it women's intuition. And she taps her character sheet in front of No, she taps her, uh, she just taps her head, um, and uh, uh, she says, uh, um, "We, is there? I see that." I believe you and a couple of your friends from the first night dinner have been kind of asking around about what's been going on with Chad. Have you learned anything? 
Well, um, and I'm going to lower my voice so that Virginia can't hear me over the din of the of the room. I'll say the din of no, sin. <laughs> the din. D-I-N, I think, is the spelling. Right? <laughs> the uh, din of sin. <laughs> din of sin. That's I should I should get a placard made for one of the rooms of the house. Welcome to our den of sin. Roll initiative. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I will say. Um, there definitely is something uh, quite suspicious afoot. Mm. I don't want to al alarm anyone. It's too early, but um, I saw something last night that I that I cannot explain. Hmm. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Do you want to? Um, do you want to consider our your group and our group? Uh, I'm with Sam and Ginny. Uh, do you want to consider us maybe partners that we can work together on? Maybe solving this little mystery before we reach Shanghai. So you're also trying to get to the to the bottom of this situation. I just don't like to see an innocent woman being treated like this. And I'll look as Sam and Jenny are. Uh, did she gesture to someone, or is she just saying like Sam and Jenny? See, uh, Sam and Jenny are the only two people that you like. They're a couple of the people from the first night dinner that you actually get to meet. Sam is the guy in the blue suit that they're actively playing blackjack against at the other table. Ah. Um, and Jenny was the guy that was asking you about taking notes. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. No, no it is um, Jenny, but uh, Ginny. it sounds like Jimmy. Yeah, G I N N Y. <laughs> okay, G I N N Y. Um. Yeah, you know, the more the more heads put together, likely to uncover this mystery. Um, I, I and I'll gesture back to uh, the guys who are playing blackjack over there. It's like I, I have it on good authority that they uh, this is not their first time around the bend, if if you know what I mean. So perhaps we can figure out what happened to uh, well, Chad. Hmm. Interesting. I'll let you know if I figure out anything, and she nods, and then Virginia just kind of, like, looks like she's about to puke, and, uh, and then Charlotte just goes, uh, I'm gonna get back to, <laughs> and then she doesn't finish her sentence, <laughs> grabs, grabs the coin bucket next to her, and holds her hair back like the best friend she is. <laughs> Plenty of clear fluids, non <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> we cut back to the blackjack table, and Sam's head is on the table, and he just keeps saying, "Hit me!" Oh, that is a thirty. That is a thirty-nine. I... <laughs> just, just hit me. I, in 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 on good. I I in good conscience, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot do it. No, we're not we're not here to kink shame, but I mean seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, as that's happening, Reginald, I want you to, um, uh, roll a spot hidden. Or actually, both of you, if you got, if, if you both want to take a moment to look around while Sam languishes. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at that, I'm really bad at that. Yeah, no, I, I rolled a 96. It. It's one of my better ones, but I rolled a 96. I, well, I got 36 and I don't have it at all. Well, uh, well, one thing that, uh, we'll say that maybe Max notices, but... Reginald, you you kind of get back into the game a little bit because you you see a you see a wounded animal here at the table and you want to finish it off. <laughs> um, but Max, uh, you're looking around for more opportunities. Um, two things you notice as you just well, one thing you notice because you rolled bad, um, but it's pretty easy to spot is that uh, there are posters on the wall. Um, for an advertisement for a music show that's going to be on. Uh, 
being performed on Thursday, February 10th, so in a couple of days, I believe it's Monday now, um, for Phyllis Barnes, uh, uh, mu like, jazz, uh, dance, uh, uh, what's it called? Show. Um, and there's, like, Phyllis Barnes is a name that you've recognized before. She's actually quite famous. She's, like, one of the up-and-coming, uh, musicians, and her band is really well-known for their, like, swinging tunes and stuff. Um... Mm. And yeah, so apparently she's on the boat and she's going to be performing uh, in a couple of days. Uh, uh, hey, Reggie, that that band you like, uh, the old Phyllis Barnes Dance Jazz Show Company. Oh, a little good jazz tune. I've seen you with a couple of her records hanging around your your room, you sly devil. You got a taste for the jazz. I do it. It's uh, my knickers on a twist, loosens up the hips, and I get a I get a move. I see, I see you getting a move. You know, if you're on the hunt for some good, smooth tunes this Thursday, February 10th, there's going to be a show. Have some drinks, attend, and maybe meet the loves of our lives. Uh, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Maybe meet our next one-night stand. Hey, oh, how about oh, that? Oh, bad dad. Oh, my. You suck, devil. No, oh, how are you? Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see you getting tied down there. <laughs> um, it's not. What happens so, in international water stays in international water. <laughs> so as, as we're still as we're still playing more, I say, uh, so dealer, I'm looking to play for a little bit of higher stakes. Oh yeah, uh, I can switch back to the. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any information. Yes, before. you. I you must be talking about the elders' artifact I have in the. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, my Necronomicon. Of course. Uh, what would I'll that? All. What would that be, sir? Well, I'm looking to play with some pretty high rollers. You've seen a, seen a certain man in a purple suit. Purple suit. No, I can't say. Um, I think I saw... I mean, there's a few people on this boat, and they all have different colored suits. Um, as far as uh, if you want to play with some high rollers, I can recommend that table over there. Um, and he points to... Uh, it's a game of craps that's going on at a different table. And you can tell, uh, uh, like, b with a passing glance, that those people are all very first-class people. Um, one of them that immediate is, immediately stands out is uh, that the Gutierrez de Almacan guy, the guy that was at your first night dinner table, he is also at that table, and he looks like he's kind of laughing along with everybody as they're all uh, playing craps there. But well, that, that looks like my 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 kind of society. Uh, what do you say to going out shooting there, Reggie? Shooting craps, that is. Oh, oh. Let's give it a shot. I don't understand the rules even a slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and so you uh, you make your ways over to the uh, craps table. Um, there is a just like a, a rather large crowd of aristocrats here, um, all basically on the same level as uh, Almacan is. Um, very very noble looking outfits and way too rich of tire uh, to to be compared to you, lowly filth. So immediately as you start to uh, walk towards them. It's almost like they smell uh, third class on you, and they all turn. Their their guffawing stops. It's almost like a record scratches, and they all just kind of look at you and just go, "Are you lost?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sir. We're we're here to play big. We're here to play real big, and I'll I'll take the huge stack of my winnings. 
from counting cards playing blackjack and they just robbed the other dealer blind. <laughs> they all, they look, uh, the guy that said that, um, looks at the stack and he goes, Oh my, such big, such a big stack you have, sir. And then everybody around the table kind of laughs, uh, including Almakan. Um, and he, he kind of looks at the stack and he goes, Yeah, that'll be good for one round. Just to buy Well, it sounds great. Just need to work my way in, you know. It's not the first time my large stack has been complicated. Uh, complimented. Uh <laughs> 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 they, they, all, they all just kind of, like, turn to each other and raise their eyebrows and go, Let the man play! And they make room on the set, uh, table for you. So, uh, here's how this is gonna work. Um, I want you to roll a luck roll, but it has to be a hard pass. The step two of this is to roll two sixes and see if you get a seven. If you get a seven, you lose. But if you don't get a seven, you win. Cause Dems to craps. <laughs> Not a case of the craps. So I... I got a three and a three. Nice. That's a six. Uh, everybody at the table goes ooh, uh, and they almost don't want you to be included in their class. Uh, <laughs> but you're starting the win. Um, I want you to roll spot hidden. Mm-mm. 27 out of 55. Got it. Uh, something you'll notice is that um, when everybody is kind of laughing, Almakan isn't verbalizing anything as he laughs. He just kind of, like, makes the motion of laughing, but he doesn't speak at all. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't go, ha, ha, ha. He just goes, like that, as everybody else laughs, which is something strange that you notice. Gotcha. And, uh, uh, William... Your, your Zazarak has run dry. Well, time to get another. Re-Zazarak. 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 Cast Re-Zazarak. I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming I'm not with these guys, right? Because they went off to the high roller table? or am Yeah, I, you, am I... you were kind of off with Virginia and, and Charlotte, and then uh, they, they moved from Blackjack to that. So you're still kind of floating. There is a bar that sure. you can go to. Of course. I'll go up and I will order another drink. Uh, as you're ordering a drink at the bar, Ginny's sitting at the bar, uh, and he kind of uh, turns in his seat to you, and he has a, a, a gin in his hand, as his name implies. Um, and uh, he turns to you and he goes, Ah, the good doctor, it's good to see you again. Yes, I have not forgotten about uh, our discussion of study habits and techniques. Oh, I wasn't here to accost you for that. Although, good on you for remembering. Um, uh, I was wondering how your trip is going. Oh, it's, uh, well, I would say that I was, uh, I was expecting something a little bit less, uh, exciting. Um, and I keep losing my accent. It's, it's wandering all over the place. Um, <laughs> it's the Zazarak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the real voice is coming out. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, last night I would say was, uh, was was quite interesting i was i was speaking with what was her name again uh charlotte the lady I, was, I was speaking with charlotte earlier and it sounds like um you guys also doubt the uh the story of what happened with chad not not thinking that virginia did it but that uh there is something uh strange afoot uh he kind of looks around for a moment he goes yeah i would say so i've seen many a strange things uh in the pet in recent memory and this is kind of ringing a little bit of a 
red bell in my mind. I think these are, um, these are some signs that something is coming or something is going down. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this was more than what it seems. Um, do you care to expound on that? I, I, I will admit I, I don't have a lot of practical world experience with the supernatural or the esoteric. Oh, I don't know about... <laughs> he kind of leans back a little bit and goes, I don't know about Supernatural. What would give you that impression? And he, he looks genuinely ten times more interested now. Let's just say that I saw something last night that I that I don't believe that science can explain. Hmm. Care to explain? Scientifically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. care, hey. care to divulge more information on that front? I, uh, I kind of look around and I say, let's just say that I, I wonder if the rumors of, his name was Chad, right? Yeah. Chad. Uh, let's just say that I think perhaps the rumors of Chad's demise might be exaggerated. Oh, see, now that is what I was thinking too. And he, he, he scoots his stool a little bit closer to you. Um, and he goes, I mean... What would cause a man to just lay his clothes out and disappear out of a window? Those portholes are very small. I don't think that somebody could just easily slip through them naked or not. I think something different was going on there. Can I roll a psychology test on this guy to see like what his angle is on me? Sure. Making, giving me vibes. <laughs> that is a 60 and a zero. That's exactly my number. Does that, does that work? Yeah, no, that, that, it ties are fine. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> Basically, uh, you can just tell that he has a genuine interest in uh, the mystery that's going down. Um, and he sees that you are also as observant as he is for these details. He doesn't know, mm. he doesn't know that you literally saw Chad Peterson. He just thinks that you both are on the same wavelength in, in terms of him not possibly being dead. Um, uh, he, he has a suspicion that uh, Chad Peterson is also still walking around on the boat somewhere, and he, like, kind of perked up at that. But he also mm. seems genuinely interested in, in any time you say occult or supernatural, so he gets, mm. he, he kind of perks up at that, too. It's like the hyenas from The Lion King. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, uh, I'll, I'll lean in a little closer and I'll whisper, like, just so no one else can hear, I'll say, my compatriots and I saw Chad Peterson on the deck last night. You did? <laughs> he kind of, he looks across the room to Charlotte, who, you know, doesn't see him because it's on the opposite end of the room, but, like, it's almost like he's signifying, like, oh, I have something I want to tell her later. Don't, do not do not spread it yet. I don't want to cause a panic or anything, but we we chased him to the to the poop deck, I believe it's what it's called, and I saw him leap and where his body should have struck the the deck below there was nothing. He disappeared. That is very interesting. Hmm. And we were fired upon by a hidden gunman. A hidden gunman, you say? There's more than we, one Danger on this boat is what you're talking about, then. We played it off as if we were playing uh, skeet. I mean, who would believe the, the drunken ramblings of a big game hunter and, uh, well, a, a shyster and a doctor? <laughs> just Chris just over in the corner. Yeah, that's fair. 
<laughs> but I, I, we have seven more days on this boat, and I intend to get to the bottom of this. Well, consider ourselves partners then, because if there's anything about our our group of friends, we also like to get to the bottom of mysteries. Um, and he nods, and he goes back to drinking. Um, and uh, and you see that he kind of like raises his eyebrows and goes back to drinking because somebody comes up behind you and puts a hand on your shoulder and kind of taps you. May I help you? <laughs> so <I> turn around. <laughs> it's Lay, uh, and he sits down oh. next to you. Um, he he orders a drink from the bar and he, uh, and then he kind of like sits down, and he he looks to you and he goes, I don't. I. I need to talk to you in private sometime. I, we can't talk here, but I need to know what you learned from Dr. Song, and I maybe need to loop you in on what's going on with me and Reginald. Well, I would be happy to, uh, to level set, as I believe they call it. And he nods, and he, he just drinks, and he walks back off somewhere. And then with that, we're going to cut back to Reginald and uh, um, uh, Max. Uh, Reginald. Yes. Ah, okay. Uh, I want you to roll tracking really quick. Sorry, well. Tracking. Yep, yep. 50 out of 70. Um, as you are standing there watching Max play with all these high rollers, something, you catch a familiar scent on the wind mm. or whatever, in the ventilation. <laughs> <laughs> but like is something something kind of like triggers you a little bit uh and it's something you recognize but you're not quite sure what yet mm. i will follow my nose <laughs> uh do you uh, do you just start going yeah <laughs> you just max let max, leave max to his devices all right yeah so he goes to leave and say oh i'm ready let me hold your wallet if you're gonna go wander <laughs> oh, of course yes just bring back Bring back your winnings, double it! The usual! <laughs> this is so irresponsible. <laughs> but, um, uh, okay, so you start, you start kind of wandering around, um, uh, you get kind of closer to one of the doors, uh, that's, like, near the bar, so William okay. kind of sees you as you get kind of in his peripheral vision. You see Lay walk away from William, um, and, uh, uh, it gets that's where it's starting to get smellier like uh, you're starting mm. to catch it a little bit more as you get closer and it starts to get stronger the scent starts to make more sense you remember what it was mm. and it's the scent you got from the blood from the deck mm. Mm. It, it, how far away does it seem uh, it seems like it might go there's a door that says staff only and it seems like it kind of goes into that direction well, I'll pick. put out my hunting knife and I'll make my way. <laughs> Just in the middle of the big casino fat floor. Deck <laughs> 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 your hunting knife. <laughs> That's my hunting knife. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, and you're just going off alone. Yes. Alrighty. Um, uh, so you get closer to the door that says "staff hidden." Um, okay. and then, uh, like, as you go to like put your hand on it. Um, mm -hmm. a, a, the steward from earlier slides in and you put your hand on his chest and he goes, may I help you, sir? Uh, yes, I smelled this, uh, the, the unmistakable scent of deck blood. And, uh, my... <laughs> a big fat deck blood. <laughs> <laughs> unmistakable scent of deck 
<laughs> Sir, um, is that a drink? Can I help you? Can I make it for you? Or what? It would. It says what on the door behind behind him? Staff only. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd really prefer to uh, take a look there. Is there anything I could do to wet your whistle, my friend? Wet my whistle? Nobody's asked. With money. Me that. Or alcohol, I guess. <laughs> Sir, what is it that you want? He's just like, let's let's cut the shit. <laughs> what what is it you're trying to do? I crave adventure. Well, this nose of mine. It leads me beyond that door. That door is just down to the ship hand corridors. It's it's not for guests. I'm sorry, sir. But perhaps the adventure is down that for me. Perhaps that's where I meet. The next great love of my life. I highly doubt it, sir, that nobody goes down there unless if they need to. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to <laughs> try to <laughs> get on here. Uh, Firearms. Firearms! <laughs> William, while that's all happening, I want you to roll spot hidden and see if you pick up on this little conversation. Ten and a four, that's a fourteen. I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, I had a 45. Yeah, so you see Reginald, like, just kind of talking to the ship hand who's... Or the steward that's standing in front of a door. Oh, I'll, uh... I see the familiar face. I'll wander over, wander over to see what the commotion's about. Ah, uh, yes! How are you doing, <laughs> uh, big game the, hunter? Yes, the good William, uh, the good doctor here. I believe I smell blood. Uh, you should be familiar with the scent as well. It's coming from beyond this door. Do you not smell it? Did that make your pulse? Uh, do I do I smell blood? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say, um, well, I I don't smell myself, but you know, I am not a tracker as yourself. Perhaps somebody is injured, and I'll like lift, I'll heft my leather bag, uh, kind of gesturing to the guy in front of us, and I'll say, uh, if he says there's blood behind that door, I believe him. Sir. Let me ask my superiors and see if this is alright for you. Maybe I can accompany you down there. Hold on one moment. And he makes the fatal mistake of walking away from the door. I will <laughs> open the door! <laughs> <laughs> he turns around and you're both gone. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's like the, there's like a, a two clouds of dust shaped mm -hmm. like us. From where we <laughs> and then like, the door's <laughs> swinging. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. even one of the swinging doors. How does it do it? <laughs> Alrighty, so you make your way on uh, through uh, that doorway. Um, and uh, as you get, it's it's very much set, um, kind of like what I said before when you got to the top parts of the deck. This isn't for customers, so they didn't make it pretty and they didn't make it practical. This is just, like, it's very facility-like. There's a large staircase that leads down, and you can see parts of, like, pipes and stuff that are all along the walls. Which way, Reginald? Let me follow my nose and I'll give it a sign. You definitely smell it a bit stronger now. Um, and it, it leads, so you go down these corridors, or down this, uh, kind of metal staircase, you can hear the tung tung as you step down and everything. Um, and then you, you find, like, a split in the roads that it can kind of go, like, three different ways in front of you, mm -hmm. so roll tracking again. I'm gonna pull out the phlebotomizer while he does this. 
Nah, I didn't make it. I came close, but didn't quite make it. Oh, uh, you didn't make it? Okay, no, so some luck. it seems like... Yeah, it's a lot of luck. Yeah, it could be coming from one of two different directions, but you don't know which one. Is there anything I could do to help with medicine? Like create like a like a like a litmus test that would like change color? I don't know. No. <laughs> what? There's blood in the air. It's not necessarily the. It's not that there's blood in the air. It's just that he's an expert tracker and he had like the scent from earlier and it's coming back. <laughs> blood in the air. Uh, I will take the left. Most we go left in mazes. So an old adage. I will follow. You're both going in the same direction. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not very brave. I'm not going on. <laughs> it starts to get a little bit darker as you're going through. Uh, as the steward said, nobody really goes down here unless if they have to. So you'll you notice that like when you're walking, there's like loud echoes, but there doesn't seem to be anybody else down here doing those kind of noises or anything. So it, it, you feel very alone and it starts to get darker and darker as you're getting down here because the windows from above were all the way up there and as you go deeper, it just gets darker. Um, do any of you have a light source on you? Uh, we didn't really do a bunch of gear. Not really. If we can say if, if one of you has like, like a, a lighter. Match. Yeah, a yeah, match like or a lighter, lighter yeah. or something. Yeah. We'll I'll reach into my bag and I'll pull out, uh, you know, something that I use for, I don't know, whatever. Sterilization. Yeah. yeah, sterilization. Yeah, you have like a, a, a mini sort of Bunsen burner thing you made. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> for like, yeah, just in case you need it. Uh, you also use it for cauterizing wounds sometimes. But uh, yeah, so you, okay. it looks like a tiny gun with like kind of a lighter at the end of it. You got really lazy yeah. with this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it looks like, like a tiny gun with a lighter at the end of it. You mean like one of those normal ass lighters? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You have to hold. You have to depress the button. To... <laughs> Oh, there, there we go. You got it's the it's the clicking really. It's, so there, there's. You can I call this of... the flame bottomizer. He's <laughs> got <laughs> <Still> one thing. <laughs> flame bottomizer. One one trick pony. It's great. So uh, you're getting um, deeper in, uh, and then you hit a dead end. Unfortunately, I want well... you both to hit and uh, roll uh, navigation. Right. Is that a thing in Pulp? I know that's a thing in it, Original Cthulhu. It is. 37, right. I made it. I have 57. Alrighty, so that... I mean, I have 87. 8, 89, I failed abysmally. <laughs> so, uh, Reginald, you see the dead end, and you immediately start booking back to the direction you came from, but uh, William, uh, you, you get perplexed by it, you think you're going to talk about the dead end for a little bit, and as you turn around, Reginald isn't there anymore, and you're alone in the dark. <laughs> Well, luckily I have the flame bottomizer. <laughs> Reginald's just using his natural night vision. <laughs> Must be all that panther milk. <laughs> it does wonders. I'm just gonna be like Reginald. I'm gonna. I'm not yelling. I'm whispering. Reginald, where the fuck did you go? Do I hear him? No, I'm gonna start you, you, you're far too far away. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna backtrack <laughs> if I can. Yeah, that's fine. I'm trying to find my way to that like three-way, that three-way intersection. Yeah. So, uh, Reginald, you've made a bit of headway. Uh, you're running in the dark, and then all of a sudden you bump up against something, and you hear somebody fall down. 
Oh no. Uh oh, excuse me. I'll try to look who it is. Uh, as you as your eyes kind of adjust, it's the steward from before. Oh, sir. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> brushes himself off and stands back up. And turns on. He has a, a a lantern with him, and uh, he's holding it up. Um, and and now you can see a lot in the room and everything. And he goes, "Sir, I told you you had needed to wait for my permission to go down here, and unfortunately, the the captain said that no one was allowed down here without his permission." Um, and now that he's got, like, this big, bright light, you can see, because you're kind of back at that three-way split, you mm. can see down one of the corridors that there's something laying on the ground. Oh, behind, look at that! Yeah, behind him. Oh, dang! Look at that! I'm not falling for blood. that one, sir. <laughs> 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 William, you see a bright light in the, in, in, like, as you're walking, you finally see a bright light, so you're able to kind of catch up. Alright. I'm gonna try to sneak up a little bit. So I'm trying to ascertain what's going on, so I'm moving quietly. Sir, sir, if you could come with me, I need to escort you out of this room. Oh, uh, well, my hip dysplasia. I'll need my doctor friend. <laughs> I think he went down that hole, and I'll point to, like, a different hallway. Wait right here, sir. I'll, be I'll actually roll Persuade. He's not falling for this shit immediately <laughs> again. <laughs> Gotta add, add a limp to it. <laughs> I, I got it. I got a 20 out of a 30. <laughs> Wait right here, sir. I'll go fetch him. Don't get oh, lost. Oh, these old dog. bones. And I just, as soon as he leaves, I'll start running. He starts I'm walking try, like, down I'm the... I'm gonna try to catch up with him. Yeah, catch up with him, like, at the moment I see him go down the other corridor. Yeah, he, he starts walking down the corridor that none of you wanted to go down because you had no reason to. But yeah, that leaves you alone. I'm gonna... gonna catch up with the Reginald. And I'll, like, I, I'll, I'll see him, I'll wait, like, a little bit, but I'm running towards whatever's on the floor. You're running towards it? Um, so... <laughs> As you get closer, even William, you can smell it. It smells like, it smells like blood, like really horrid blood. And um, it's, it's getting stronger as you get closer. And you can kind of hear this gross noise that kind of sounds like skittering. Um, and just like this strange thing. And uh, William, your light goes out for a moment. Oh no! Not the flame bothermeister. <laughs> <laughs> <Flame -mothermeister. laughs> gas canister in it. Butane. <laughs> Do you refill it and light it up? Sure. As the light, you, you it go takes to click like it. Twenty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> my hands are shaking as I'm filling it. I just keep like a jug. <laughs> it's all over you now. <laughs> And now you're playing with a lit torch. <laughs> uh oh! Steady. William was Steady a great now. character. <laughs> uh, you click, click, nothing, click, 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 and then it, it, it turns on. And what you see before you, like, because you guys got low to it, uh, what you see before you as the light turns on is a severed arm. And it's covered in these cockroaches and centipedes. Um, what you can see whenever the bugs give you a moment to kind of look at it is that it looks like an arm and it's wearing a purple suit jacket and there's a hole in the shoulder of it and on the mm -hmm. wrist is a gold watch. Is someone's name embroidered on it? 
Why don't you find <laughs> out? <laughs> and <laughs> it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll hold the the very stereotypical. I'm gonna hold the the kerchief to my mouth. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, really quick. Uh, I want you both to roll sanity. Sure. Yeah, that's a seventeen. Uh, I rolled a seventeen on the dice. So, uh, Reginald, I want to say you get nothing. Like, there's no sanity damage for you. But William, because you weren't like you're not as like kind of seasoned in this campaign with this kind of stuff. I want to say you take one sanity damage. Um, so nothing major because you've seen severed arms and stuff in your practices and everything before, but like you just weren't expecting one covered in bugs right here on the ship. Um, and uh, so you said you were covering your nose with a handkerchief and going to try and get the watch. Yeah. Uh, as you touch the watch, uh, you feel a couple cockroaches skitter past your fingers. Um, and as you go to lift it, the cockroaches immediately swarm the arm. Um, and they, you feel like the, the watch has like, it's almost like the watch for a second is hard to pull and suddenly then it is very easy to pull because as you pull it off, you've noticed that the cockroaches have eaten everything of the arm. Like there's no bones or anything left. It's almost like as you pulled it off, the cockroaches start to scatter and there's just nothing left of this arm except for that purple sleeve at this point. Not even the blood was left behind. Even the roaches managed to eat that up too. But yeah, you now yeah. have this gold pocket watch. Or, or not pocket watch, uh, wrist watch. Nice. How much damage did I take? Damage? Sanity damage? You took one. And yeah, thank you. One. Um, I'll, I will just kind of shudder and be like, a normal rate of decomposition of insects like that shouldn't have been able to clear this of meat and bone for at least another day or so. Um, and I'm gonna kind of hand the watch over to Reginald for him to take a look at. As you hand over the watch to Reginald, Reginald, you notice something. Uh, he doesn't necessarily notice it yet, but as he's holding it out to him, there's like a couple roaches skittering on William's arm. Ah, my dear boy, you've gotten a little dirty, and I'll kind of gesture to his arm. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use the the flay bottomizer. <laughs> 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 they they like they kind of like try to attack the flame, uh, but then as you get it close to them, it burns them a little bit. They freak out and jump off of your arm. Strange. Unusually aggressive roaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll look around really quickly as he as he has the watch to see if there's any like on the ceiling above us or anything. <laughs> okay, so two things I want to happen. I want. Uh, uh, so, uh, roll spot hidden, but while you're doing that, Reginald, you look at the watch, um, yes. and you can kind of see in the light, um, uh, that, that, uh, uh, William's kind of using as he's kind of looking around the room. Uh, you can see in the light that underneath the, the watch part, um, engraved in it, engraved in it, engraved in it, <laughs> is, <laughs> is the name Bunny Bates. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I got a 43. My spot hidden is a 45, so it just just eked it out. So as as Reginald is obsessed with the watch, you're looking around, and all of a sudden you notice like the walls and everything. So you're on like kind of the stretch of platform thing, 
and there's pipes mm -hmm. and stuff underneath you. There's pipes on the ceiling and stuff. At least there mm -hmm. would be if they weren't completely covered in roaches and centipedes. Like, the walls are, like, legit moving. You thought maybe it was the darkness for a bit, but now that you're kind of observing it and looking around, all those, like, really aggressive bugs are, like, seemingly all around you. R Reginald? Yes! I, I don't wish to alarm you, but we should probably get the fuck out of this hallway. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna gesture to the, the undulating wall of bugs. Do I see it as well? Uh, you do now, especially after you pointed it out. Well, the old dusty trail, we've we found our mark, and I'll just suddenly start backing up. <laughs> as you guys start to back up, you hear a loud hiss from a lot of the cockroaches, so it's almost like a chorus of screaming, hissing cockroaches kind of starts to catch up and it like echoes through these metal hallways and it's uh, uh, they start to kind of jump onto the platform like slowly so there's a whole bunch of bugs just kind of coming off of the walls and starting to rush towards you. I have an idea. <laughs> yes, my boy. I'm gonna, as I like, as we back up, uh, I if the deep uh, storyteller will allow me to do this. I'm gonna quickly pull a bag of isopropyl alcohol out of my uh, out of my bag sure. and just like kind of like douse uh, one of the what would you call that uh, gauze and then try to like you know make a, a Molotov cocktail essentially out of this isopropyl alcohol. I will allow it, but you're gonna have to roll for it to see if you do it because you're running while you're doing it. I think science um, medicinal would be a good one. Try rolling that one, because you're kind of, it, it's not necessarily medicinal, but you are using medicinal properties to make this thing, so. Sure. 38. Is that passed? And the, that, that does pass. The number's a 70. Okay, so you're shaking and stuff, but you managed to get this little molt of cocktail made as you're running away from these guys. I'm gonna, like, just kind of, like, the ones that are chasing us, I'm just going to throw it onto the ground and try to, like, you know, catch a bunch of them on fire. All right, so you throw it behind you, uh, and the, the roaches kind of seem to swarm it, because you can see the light from them. Uh, they start to swarm it. A couple of them just ignore it entirely, but then the thing kind of explodes, and you see, like, the whole hallway kind of lights up. Um, and, like, a bunch of roaches just kind of go flying and everything like that. Um, and then the ones that were following you decide to stop giving chase, and they go back. Um, uh, and they just kind of dissolve into the darkness as the explosion kind of goes away. And <laughs> as you do that, you turn around and you feel a bump again. And Is it's, it the dude? It's the steward. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to stop turning off the lantern. <laughs> <laughs>